SAFM. Prime time all day long. Eight minutes now to nine. The time. Good to hear from you this morning, as always, on zero eight six triple zero two zero three two. And of course, various things uh, going on this morning. Some of them around correctional services. An astonishing report uh, coming about about what was happening at the Mangaung Correctional Centre around Tabul Best. And while he was there, other issues as well coming up this morning. Let's focus a bit now on the EFF, the Economic Freedom Fighters, holding their big manifesto launch over the weekend. Uh, their headline. The headline of their manifesto, I suppose the main message, or the slogan rather, is land and jobs now and load shedding now. The national spokesperson for the economic freedom fighters is Sanao Tambo. Sanao, good morning. Thanks for your time this morning. Morning, Stephen, and morning to your listeners. What for you are the main points of your manifesto? Land, jobs, and the stopping of load shedding now. And I think it became much more pointed when we entered stage six of road sharing immediately after the last State of the Nation address of Sir Ramaphosa, that the importance of energy in any manifesto is going to be of extreme consequence into saving our people from the misery that they are confronted. Our own manifesto, we had to promote the listening of the manifesto on radio and on our own social media platforms. It shows you how load sharing has not only undermined healthcare in South Africa, not only undermined education as kids wrote matric exams on electricity, but now it's undermining our electoral process. Because the manifesto launch of any organization is critical to ensuring that our democratic order remains stable. And load shedding is now even threatening that process because we had to campaign while many of our people couldn't watch us on TV. So extremely important messaging in our regards is the land, which is always central to any messaging of the EFF jobs because almost 11.7 million are unemployed and stopping load shedding. You say you would end load shedding in six months. In other words, if the EFF won the election, you would stop load shedding in six months. Um, How would you do it? Look, we have to start by revitalizing and rehabilitating the infrastructure of ESCOM at a massive scale. And that counts for all of the power plants, that counts for all of the current existing capacity in terms of coal infrastructure. So one thing we're not going to do is make the nonsensical assertion that we're going to stop the use of coal for the production of energy. We're going to use multiple mixed energy uh, programs in terms of nuclear, in terms of coal, and in terms of renewable energy in order to be able to strategize the method, in order to ensure that people are able to receive energy on time and, of course, appropriately and consistently. We're going to use the methods of the car, the car power ships, which have, of course, been a hot topic across South Africa over the recent types of deals that have been utilized, but ignoring the methods of gas energy platforms to be able to provide electricity to our people. So there's that mixed energy approach that we're going to be utilizing, but also we must bring back industry experts that have been able to stop load shedding before. And that is going to require all of us to sort of swallow our pride and accept that there were individuals who've been at ESCOM who've been able to put a stop at trilogy in South Africa before, and these need to be uh, deployed there. And we have to remove political meddling in the energy crisis of South Africa. We have to remove personal and political economic interests which are currently clouding ESCOM as things stand. So when you say we'd have to swallow our pride and bring people back, are you talking about Matsela Koko and Brian Malefe? I didn't mention any names, but we're going to have to be honest with ourselves that there are individuals who are industry experts there who have been removed. We have to ensure that the appointments of executives, the appointments of boards, not only at ESCOM, but across all SOEs, are not determined by one individual. So we have to establish a multi-purpose ministerial sort of setup that is going to ensure that the managing of ESCOM in itself and the managing of SOEs is not determined by one individual, as it is today by Praveen Kodan. So... It's a multi-layered approach that is required to stop load shedding in South Africa, but that multi-layered approach is possible within six months. It's not a ridiculous assertion 
but it just seems ridiculous because we're living under a ridiculous regime. Okay. Um, I don't know how much influence Pravin Gordon has, but he is, of course, the public enterprises minister, so he certainly has some influence. You say in your manifesto that uh, there would be a raid. Uh, you want to get illegal guns, and I think no one can argue with that. But if I understood correctly, the idea would be in KwaZulu-Natal, particularly, there'll be a raid on every house at least once a year looking for illegal guns. Is that right? Yes, look, it's it's an initiative to combat crime, and it's something that our people must accept. It's not for the purposes of invading people's homes. It's not going to be a violent process. It seems intrusive at face value, but we have to accept that crime has spiraled a lot of control in South Africa, and we need to have a cooperative relationship with law enforcement agencies to identify illegal guns, to identify homes and sort of buildings that are havens for drug, de- for drug, de- drug abuse, drug selling, for prostitution, for sex trafficking. So this is going to require a concerted effort and cooperation and, of course, a society that has a strong and positive relationship with its law enforcement. So it's not necessarily a raiding of homes as in kicking your door, but mm-hmm. it's a cooperative relationship between the state and the citizenry to understand that to combat crime, we need to be able to trust each other and we need to be able to trust our law enforcement to do their job and to sort of ensure that no place in South Africa is a haven for guns, especially in KwaZulu-Natal where people are dying like flies. The reason why KwaZulu-Natal is in a constant state of by-elections is because there's a councillor killed in KwaZulu-Natal almost every month. And that constant state of elections is because of the death of people. So we need to be much more firmer in that regard. And that's what the EFF is promising to do. You had the launch in the Moses Mabida Stadium. And I know some people were looking at the stadium and saying it's not full. I don't, I, in my own views now, for what it's worth, I don't think a full stadium means anything electorally. We've seen stadiums filling, we've seen political parties completely filling stadiums in the past and their own support going up and down. And we've seen uh, political parties having very small launches and their own support going up and down. Um, uh, I know it can be important for other reasons. But I was interested in the choice of Moses Mabida. I know the IFP and the ANC also having their election manifesto launches there. And in the past, uh, KwaZulu-Natal hasn't really been your electoral base. Gauteng, Limpopo kind of have. I know you want to expand your influence in KwaZulu-Natal, and I know KwaZulu-Natal is a very interesting political situation right now because of the, the ANC, the IFP, and Mkonto with uh, Why Why Moses Mabida? Look, we chose KwaZulu-Natal because we have to appreciate that the people of KwaZulu-Natal voted in their numbers for the economic freedom fighters in 2019. So from 2014 to 2019 national and provincial elections, the EFF rose from 2% to almost just above 10% in the voting share. And this is without us literally putting much into our campaign in the province. So this showed that there's an appetite for the EFF in the province and the, bringing the manifesto to KwaZulu-Natal was basically us humbling ourselves before the people who have put faith in us before we even showed them that there's a value proposition to do so. So we came to KZN to show the people of KZN that we appreciate the votes they've given us in the past, and we came to give them a proposition of a government that's going to deliver and change their lives for the better. So KwaZulu-Natal for us was sort of a symbolic show of gratitude, which is why we came here. Those who are coming to Moses Mabida Stadium are coming after the EFF and following our leaders, they always do. And we encourage them to do so even with F&B Stadium, since it's becoming a competition <laughs> of who can fill the stadium the most. So if that's the challenge, we are welcome to accept it. We are pleased that we filled Moses Mabida Stadium with the people of KwaZulu-Natal only. Not a single bus was procured by the EFF from any other province. And we're happy that we were able to do that. And of course, I agree to you to an extent that what is most important for us is the messaging that we contributed. What are we saying we're going to do? What are we offering South Africans? And I think that offering was firmly put in place. And of course, our manifesto can be found 
on our website. But we want to appreciate the people of KZN because they put faith in us when we have made no concrete offering to them. We have now made that offering and we are going to ensure that we get their votes at a maximum level. So now, Tumble, thank you very much indeed. Spokesperson for the Economic Freedom Fighters.